What is up, party people, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Behind the Bruise, presented by A Brutiful Horror. I hope that everybody is having an awesome week so far. The weekend is just around the corner, and I hope that everybody listening, if you don't have to work, you have some awesome plans planned. Me, I will be working, of course. As you know, that is my life, working the weekends. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that 80s song actually kind of makes sense, like, for my life. Everybody's working for the weekend. Yeah, because I'm working for the fucking weekend, so. <laughs> but not, like, the weekend, the R&B slash rapper. I'm working for the actual weekend. So, <laughs> lame joke. But, yeah, um, but, yeah, I hope that. You know, the week has been good to everybody so far. And yeah, I mean, it's just been, it hasn't been too bad of a week for me, actually. Like, I have, I mean, work is always just what it is, but I mean, I kind of deal. And as planned, the hopeful thing with this year is to hopefully change my schedule so that I can at least have know Sunday and Monday off or something because I know that I can't have all weekend off because that is the busiest time for the shipping section of my company with like what pertains to my job with the shuttles but so I know that I can't do Saturday and Sunday off but I'm gonna cross my fingers that I can at least get Sunday and Monday off it will probably come with some you know, bickering and some complaining from some other people if, you know, the powers that be actually allow that to happen. But, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, we will see. And if not, then this year we'll just be working and just trying to get shit in order so that, you know, uh, I can figure it out by the end of the year. And I will go into... 2025 with a new plan and just you know a focus so that is I mean that's that uh so but yeah I mean other than that nothing really you know to talk about when it comes to work related things but right now I am drinking it is called those who drank beer will thank beer this was one of the uh, the beers that I had posted on a vote a few weeks ago for what beer that I was going to drink for the episode. And this one's been sitting and I'm actually kind of curious because it has orange in it or orange macaroon. I don't know if that means it has an orange zest flavor to it, but, uh, I mean, maybe it'll taste like a chocolate covered orange. I haven't tasted it yet. I just opened it letting it warm up a little bit because it is a barrel aged stout and yeah so when i taste it i will let you all know how it actually tastes which i'm gonna do 
right now. And I promise I am not drunk. I'm not tipsy at all. I did go down to other half earlier for some food and I had a flight and a full pour. So that's like the equivalent of two beers. And um, I pretty much went because I wanted to pick up. They did a bottle of a birthday cake barrel aged stout with another brewery. Um, And I really wanted to get a bottle of it before it sold out because I figured it would probably sell out pretty quickly, but surprisingly it's lasted a little while, I guess with them expanding into more areas of the country or the, the East coast, they have yielded bigger, you know, um, bigger amounts of their stouts and their one-offs. So they had some left. And so I grabbed a bottle of the birthday cake stout for myself and one for my friend, Alex, which I will get into, you know, things with that in just a little bit. But let's try this stout. It has been sitting out for maybe about 15, 20 minutes, maybe. Not even that. I was playing with my cat for a little bit while I was letting it warm up. So it smells very much like a straight-up barrel-aged stout. <laughs> Just heavy chocolate and that little, you know, barrel smell. Yeah, that's that's really all I get. No, no crazy adjuncts or anything like that. But eh, let's taste it and see what it what it tastes like. Okay. Yep. That is definitely orange and chocolate. Like the orange zest hits right up front, but it's kind of like a, a little bit of a back layer. It's not right there at the forefront but it is definitely there. And then it ends with smooth chocolate. I actually get zero bourbon barrel like taste in this one. Very smooth. Like, like I said, just very heavy chocolate, very heavy orange. That is pretty much what we get. I'm sure that more flavors will come out as it warms up a little bit. When I was actually at other half, I had their, um, in a fl- in my flight, I had a taste of their barrel aged, um, what was it called? space orbit or something like that yeah basically it was a stout brewed with vanilla and dried ice cream like the astronaut ice cream and it was very smooth it kind of reminded me of just drinking liquid caramel so ooh, and actually on the back end as this one sits like in my mouth i'm getting vanilla really heavy also on this one so this one is really nice so far and I'm waiting to see what else comes out as it warms up even more and gets a little bit closer to room temperature because then I know like things like the coconut, I'm sure. And yeah, cause it's brewed with orange coconut macadamia nuts. Yeah. So I'm sure the coconut will come out a little bit as it warms up, but yeah, damn, this is really good. And yeah, I'm actually happy that I'm drinking this while being in a right state of mind to actually enjoy it and not drinking it as an end all to a night where I had <laughs> multiple beers. So yes, thank you for that one. Smart decisions sometimes happen in my mind. Not very often, but sometimes. But, um, uh, but yeah, 
So that is what I'm drinking for this episode. Very nice. I am very pleased with this. As always with any other half barrel-aged stout, I am usually very pleased. And it still just blows my mind that I'm actually a fan of barrel-aged stouts. <laughs> and, I mean, I think I right now I have probably more barrel-aged stouts in my fridge than regular beers. That's just my opinion. But, uh, but yeah. And then, so, tomorrow, my day off, I will get to sleep in a little bit. I will probably end up being up by 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning, I imagine, as always with my days off. <laughs> because, oh yeah, now, I recorded Monday morning, so I explained the whole bullshit with me being up at 4.30 in the morning on Monday. I'm getting up at a decent time tomorrow because I have an appointment to get my head shaved by my friend Steve because it has been a while. And I mean, normally I would just shave it with my, you know, my electric shaver thing that I have for my head. But I like to go in from time to time to have Steve do it just because he uses an actual straight razor. And it's a nice chance to catch up with him because now that I don't now that I don't get my hair cut at least once a month, you know, it's nice to go in every two months or so and just. Have him do my head, just get it close as he can, and you know what, just kind of catch up with him. So, helping support small business and you know helping friends. So, um, but yeah, so I will be up, and then since I will be over in Jersey, I have tomorrow night at seven. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to figure out what to do all day in Jersey to keep busy. Um, I have my first meeting with the. League of Discography Gentlemen, I think that's what it's called. Basically where, you know, discussing music with a couple guy friends. And I get to discuss Jawbreaker. We were supposed to do it last weekend, or well, last week. But one of the members was sick, so we decided to push it to tomorrow. Everyone is on board for tomorrow, so... It will be happening tomorrow, and yeah, but uh, but no, last week Bob came up, and we just hung out for the day, went and got some food, and just kind of hung out. He really wanted to meet Newt, so he was here and did that and spent some time with her, and then we went climbing across the street because of my membership. I'm allowed to bring a guest once a month, so with being a member for over a year now, he was the first guest that I brought climbing, which was nice. But yeah, so we were over there for probably about an hour. And it was nice, it was fun. And it made me realize how much I really enjoy climbing. And when I get on a problem, especially in the cave, because I don't know, there's just something about hanging and using your body to make sure that you're fully hanging and kind of like keeping yourself there to maneuver up a problem there's just something about it that's just so rewarding when you can actually get through things and yeah I don't know like being in the cave when I'm climbing it's just it's one of my favorite parts <laughs> because it just like lets me see that 
my body is actually getting stronger and having the ability to help pull myself up when I need to because sometimes my feet are just dangling because, you know, yeah, it's a quote-unquote cave-like structure. So, yeah, um, it's going to be kind of upsetting that I have to cancel my membership, but there is a climbing gym about 15 minutes away from where I will be moving, so that is a plus. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a little bit more expensive than the one I'm going to now, but this climbing gym actually has, you know, a um, a wall. So, like, you know, where you have to be roped. So that's, yeah. plus it also has bouldering. So it's a mixture of both. And, yeah, because I really enjoy bouldering and trying to do a full wall, I think, would be really fun. So, yeah, fingers crossed. We'll see. But, uh, yeah. And then, shit. yeah, so I, I listen to Jawbreaker. I have to give a discussion on Jawbreaker tomorrow, which I tried. I just can't. And and Bob and I had to talk about, like, my, I just, like, I just can't do, like, punk stuff. It's just not me. There's just something about it, especially with the vocals, that I just don't like. It's just that gruff. I don't know. I just can't do it, man. But, uh. I tried, and I can at least discuss Jawbreaker, but tomorrow I get to assign Andy, my friend Andy, some something to listen to, and I th- think I'm going to give him Brighton because, yeah, and I think I just, I talked about this on last week's Behind the Bruise episode, but yeah, I think I'm going to end up giving him Brighton because, I, I don't know, I just love Right, and especially that self-titled album. It's just it's just so fucking good, man. It's just so fucking good. And I just really want to introduce other people to Brighton. Because yeah, they're not, you know, that well known. They're barely doing anything these days. So I just want to share that love for the band. Yeah. And so if I can talk other people into listening to Brighton's self-titled album just from assigning them their discography, which I think is four albums, maybe. Yeah, four albums and a an EP. I think that's all it is. So it's really not that bad. But, yeah. And I'm excited and also a little scared, but curious as to what I will get assigned tomorrow because... I'm looking forward to diving into something. I just hope it's not more punk. <laughs> Fingers crossed it's not more punk. And uh, hopefully it's not going to be ska either. But yeah. Um, but no, other than like doing that research, I've been listening really just to my day lists. Um, I mean, I've been kind of vent- like, you know, listening to other things here and there. Like earlier, I was listening to Backstreet Boys as I walked to the brewery just because... I've been doing this 30 day music thing on Instagram where it's like every day you post something different, like a song, you know, that centers around something. And I know one of the topics coming up is a song from, you know, a song you like from your preteen era. And 
So it's like, you know, trying to think back into songs from before I was a teenager that I just really enjoyed. And, you know, so it's it's kind of taking me back to like other eras of my life where I was listening to other stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, I know I mentioned at one point on an episode, it might have even been like the one about music one of the first episodes of behind the Brews where I mentioned that for Christmas, my aunt got me factory boys for Christmas. Like their, their first CD with everybody. And as long as you love me, those songs uh, came out in 1996. So I got it like Christmas 96, Christmas 97, something like that. But, um, but yeah, so she got me that. And, you know, at first I was just like, hey, yeah, Backstreet Boys, what? Why? And then, yeah, I just listened to it and I just really enjoyed it. Listening to it tonight while walking. Yeah, I still enjoy some of it. Some of the songs were just like, yeah, I I, I could just easily skip these ones. Um, And then one of the most interesting things that I forgot exists on that album there's a song. Um, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's like one of the ballad songs. Uh, oh, it's called All I Have to Give. And at the end of this, like near the end of the song, Howie does this like Mariah Carey note, like where he hits this note that's just like, how did you do that? So like it, it's a, it's such a like a falsetto, like a, it, it's a seriously like a serious, like Mariah Carey note. Uh, if you don't believe me, go on Spotify, especially since if you're listening to this on Spotify or even on Apple, wherever you listen to this is, you know, look up all I have to give by the Backstreet Boys, listen to the song, and near the end of the song, you will hear this note that just sounds like Mariah Carey jumped on the end of the song, but it is not Mariah Carey. It is Howie hitting that note. Yeah. Um, major props to him for that, but um, but yeah, for the most part, I listen to like my day lists, and I've been loving that Sundays. My day list throws a lot of like folk, kind of like Americana country stuff at me, which I just I've been loving, and I can't wait till the Nolan Taylor concert in a couple weeks. And today, it threw. Was it today? No. Yesterday, it threw a lo-fi playlist at me, which I was like just loving because there's just something about lo-fi that just it just does something for me. Just very personal, emotional, whatever. Like I don't know. Like lo-fi just puts me in this tranquil mode, like this. Like, and the fact is, like, I never really actually knew lo-fi until there was the Hot Mulligan EP with, I can't think of the name of the other artist that pretty much turned a few Hot Mulligan songs into lo-fi. And this artist does this with a number of other, like, pop punk artists. And they're just, yeah, just lo-fi songs. And... 
and the fact that Spotify is now giving me more artists to listen to because I learned that like with some like lo-fi artists, there's some that are just good and some that aren't. Another one that I really enjoy is called Purple Cat, like P-U-R-R-P-L-E Cat. Uh, and then there's one that I saved a bunch of songs from the playlist that Spotify gave me yesterday, an artist called Xander. But... um. But yeah, and then there's something too just about listening to lo-fi with headphones on that I realized while walking home from the brewery tonight. And it's like, it just put me in this place like where I just felt like calm and also just disconnected from the world, which I've just been in this like weird place lately. Like I'm going through and carrying on day to day life because I have to, but I've lost a lot of motivation for things. Like I, I haven't been to the gym. I've been once in the last like three weeks, and and just like I'm not like in this like low state of, or I'm just like you know where I'm like I know it's probably something to deal with depression something like that it's just stemming from it but I'm not feeling like you know this what was me thing it's just you know I just had this you know lack of motivation and and I know part of it is like in my mind because I'm just you know kind of stuck in my head about you know things the whole like you know loneliness and all of this and just where I'm at in life right now. And it's, you know, so I know it's some form of depression, but it's not, you know, a, like, I don't want to get out of bed type thing. Like, you know, I get up, I get out of bed. Like I carry on, I do things, you know, like I make sure that I, I mean, I'm going to work. I'm making sure that my cat's taken care of and things like that. Like I'm doing things that, I need to, it's just like when I have, you know, the downtime, like where I'm after work or whatever, like I just, or on a day off, like I get up and I'm just, or just like lay on my couch or something like that. And I just, you know, I just don't do anything I when I know that I should be doing things. So it's, yeah, it's, it's been a weird a weird spot and it's just you know hard to explain because even with going to therapy you know every month and knowing that you know I'm I'm okay like knowing that I'm doing good for the most part like in rational speaking and with general outlook on life and you know with things it's just still tough, if that makes sense. You know, I, um, yeah, and I, I just really don't know how to get past it right now. Like, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to, like, push myself every day. And some days, you know, I, I'm able to do things like, you know, do my dishes and, 
get things done. And other days, you know, it's it's hard. I mean, I struggle sometimes just to feed myself, <laughs> even though it's not that, you know, like I'm lacking the desire to eat. Like I'm, I'm fucking hungry like I am. It's just, you know, that no motivation. So it's plus with the way my, my body is, the way my schedule is sometimes. Like I'm just intermittent fasting is kind of become a little bit of like a regular thing on some days. So it's like, I'll get up, especially when my day's off. It's like, I get up at like seven or eight o'clock in the morning. If that's what time I get up, but then I don't eat something until maybe, you know, 12, one o'clock. And I mean, I'll have coffee, but that's about it. And so I know that, yeah. Um, but it's like I said, it's not like I'm like, Oh, I don't have the desire to eat. Like, yeah, I want to fucking eat. Like, but it's just with things when I've had things to do on my days off and I don't get to go shopping. I don't really have much in my apartment. And then Monday I went and got cat food and stuff like that. You know, I I went out and got stuff and then I came back to the apartment after walking down and then coming back, and I was just like, it's four o'clock. I was like, I don't feel like going back out to doing it, like to get groceries. And I was like, I've got some stuff in my in my freezer. So yeah, I made like turkey burgers and like potatoes, O'Brien, and like mixed vegetables all from the freezer. And yeah. <laughs> so I I've got some leftovers in the fridge. I just didn't really have a desire to eat them for the last two days because I mean, it really wasn't the greatest, but it was food. But yeah. Um, but no, so listening to lo-fi, it just kind of like puts me in this like meditative state, I guess you could say. Like if you've never listened to lo-fi stuff, like I, I really highly recommend just giving it a shot and you really need to be in the perfect space to listen to it and fully, you know, let it all in and just kind of feel the way that it's supposed to make you feel. Like I said, you know, listen to some stuff like purple cat and like I said, it's just, to me, it reminds me of just, you know, a, I don't even know how, like, it reminds me of a gentle rain, like, just what you would imagine sounds. And that's one of the things, too, with a lot of, like, lo-fi songs that I listen to. They kind of have these, like, sounds of flowing water in the background um, or things like that. Like, it's just very, like, a minimalist type thing. It's not in-your-face music. It's not, you know, energetic. It's just very calm and relaxing and just perfect. I mean, one of the things that I want to do for, especially for these episodes, the behind the bruise episodes, and I've got to reach out to Chris to see if he's had any updates or anything like that. But because I want to make like a lo-fi type intro because these episodes are personal. They're, 
not meant to be about horror. They're not meant to be about like anything like that. They're they're just about me. And you know, I kind of want to throw in to kind of give the vibe of just relaxing. And you know, like I love using a song from or a clip from you know the concubine or concubine. <laughs> Since I don't know when Eric and I are going to work on anything for Concubine again, since he's working on his new project, um, he decided to do something for himself. And so he's working on some music for his other project, Castaway, which is him. And um, he got another guy that he's friends with to do vocals for it. And he's working on an EP throughout the year. So. And, uh, you know, we talked about picking back up on the, on Concubine stuff once he's done doing that. So, but, I mean, with the way it's looking, it's probably going to be at least a year <laughs> before, you know, Concubine stuff happens. And, but no, like, and I'm, I'm really proud of, yeah, I mean, we, we didn't really do much, but, like, I, what we were working on had me excited and it was something original. So that's why I'm using it for the intro to this, even though it's a little bit heavy and the vibe for this isn't really heavy. So, but yeah, um, so I'm trying to get like a lo-fi type thing. Like, cause I'm, I want to have what, he, you know, Eric did with this concubine intro that you guys hear every every week for these episodes and just you know make it more relaxing <laughs> um whether or not that's possible who knows but if anybody listening to this knows anybody that makes music that can do like lo-fi type stuff you know message me message them whatever hook us up because, yeah, I really do want to fit the vibe for for these episodes and just, you know, continue focusing on building a set path for this podcast and just try to continually upgrade it and just make it better step by step. You know, nothing, nothing drastic, nothing crazy and just um but that is the plan and so fingers crossed that that can happen but uh but yeah so i know earlier i mentioned how i got a bottle from my friend alex so alex is a friend that i met through another friend bj <laughs> Um, I met BJ about maybe about a year ago at Forgotten Boardwalk. We just happened to be there and him and I just got to chat and and he told me about how he has like his own social media pages like where he talks about like beer and does beer reviews and stuff like that. So I started following him, you know, he started following me and you know, like he he does all these like beer reviews and stuff like that. Well, he does a lot of them with Alex. Um, and I met Alex one night at Forgotten Boardwalk. 
They were there at the uh shit, what is the name of that Mel Brooks movie? Uh Spaceballs when Forgotten Boardwalk did their Spaceballs Firkins. BJ and Alex were there at Forgotten Boardwalk and so I met up with them there and we just hung out and we're chatting and you know then we end up going to mechanical brewing well they went to mechanical i met them over there probably about an hour later but uh but yeah so we kind of became friends and so the other night because every week alex does these live youtube streams where it's just chatting with other beer people that he brings on the show and or on the live stream and I saw a post about it, so I just jumped on it and you know, my YouTube page is all about uh the brutal horror stuff, like because it's what I have set up. So neither of them knew who I was when I sent a comment in the in, in the group text. And you know, I was like, Oh hey, it's Corey, like, you know, I'm just checking out the chat and like like, hey, jump on here. Like, you know, come on. Like, come on the show. And so I ended up going on the the live stream. You know, I they sent me a link. And, yeah, it was so I was on a live stream for probably like three and a half hours Monday night. And it was a fun time. Like, I've never done anything like that. I've never actually just been on a live stream where I'm being videoed and actually – Newt was also on there because, you know, she was sitting behind me the whole time. So, well, she was laying behind me. But, uh, but yeah, so we were on this live stream for, yeah, three and a half hours just chatting with people. I mean, one of the guys that was on on the live stream that's friends with Alex, he's from Astoria, Oregon, which is someplace that I've always wanted to visit because of the fucking Goonies. Yeah, like... Yeah, um, I even at one point looked into moving to Astoria, but the job market there, especially for logistics, is just non-existent because Astoria is kind of a middle of nowhere Oregon town on the coast, which sucks. Um, But yeah, I mean, still, I would love to get out there and visit Oregon and just visit the Goonies house and, you know... um, beach and just other other areas from the movie you know and there's a guy from boston on the chat or on the live stream there's a guy from orlando like it was just people from all over and it was like i said it was it was crazy um but it was cool it was it was a cool experience and it's something that i would probably be doing on a weekly basis jumping on these live streams on monday nights but uh i mean i still have other things that i gotta work on i mean we're nearing the end of february already and i know that i'm supposed to have this short story done and i i'm definitely working on ideas in my head it's just i gotta get it written down so that i can progress the story because i really do want to have these goals happen like i said it's just my motivation has just been shit lately. So um, if anybody listening has experienced stuff like this, you know, if you have any recommendations to you know, get motivation flowing again, to kind of get 
on track of things. I'm all ears because, yeah. Like I, said, I know that it's happening, and I know that it's something that I don't want to just, you know, dwell on. Like, I, I don't want to just be like, oh, well, eh, I don't feel like doing this. I'm not going to do this. And, like, because otherwise I'm just going to, you know, fall into this routine of just work and lack of motivation, which is going to be like a, just kind of this downward spiral. And I know that it's not what I want because I can't have work be the only thing that I live for. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just not, not going to be good. So, but, but yeah, so I am going to be pushing to, like I said, do things. And hopefully with doing the move, um, you know, maybe Bob will also be able to help push me with getting things done that I set myself up for, things like that. But, uh, but yeah, speaking of like YouTube, like the YouTube stream, so I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos lately. I used to watch like back in the day, watch a lot of like college humor videos and things like that when I would be getting ready for work and eating breakfast and things like that. But one of the things that I always watch, especially on YouTube, is I watch a lot of like SNL reruns, especially when they put out new episodes, because I can just watch the skits, or the sketches, however, whatever you want to call them. I can just watch them without having to sit through commercials and all. I mean, I sit through the YouTube ads, but I can always just watch skits the next day. And then I also watch other things on YouTube, like some of the channels that I watch regularly are what culture horror, and they always do these top 10 horror things. And, you know, it's always entertaining. I just recently rewatched the Scott Sterling videos if anybody listening has never seen Scott Sterling, highly, highly recommend. All you have to do is just search in YouTube Scott Sterling and you will get the videos, especially the one where like he is the soccer goalie. That is the OG, the original, and it is just great. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I've been getting recommended on YouTube, and so I've kind of gone down this little bit of a, of a rabbit hole, I guess. I I get these videos for video games. And it, it was like weird because I don't really, you know, watch too much video game content. It's not really like a, a thing for me. But lately I've been really you know, getting into the video game videos, especially from, you know, uh, this page called Gamer Ranks. And so they do a lot of these top 10 videos, things as well, similar to what culture, which I'm probably, I'm sure that's probably what, you know, hit the algorithm and why I'm getting those videos. Because, you know, the top 10 horror videos, and then occasionally I look up, video game reviews if there's a game or something that intrigues me and I know when Alan Wake 2 
was getting ready to come out when it came out. I wanted to see the info on it. So I was watching a lot of Alan Wake 2 content. So that's probably why I started getting the Gamma Rank Gamer Ranks videos. And so I just kind of started watching them when I was eating or whatever, just to kind of, you know, keep myself occupied. And I've just been hooked on these video game videos now. And I just really want to get back into gaming. Like when I was younger, for a large part of my my youth and even like my early to even up until like my late twenties, I was, I was very big into gaming. I, you know, I mean, growing up, my family had the original Nintendo. I, I remember getting that in the late eighties. We had, you know, pretty much everything that Nintendo put out up through the N64. Next shit. We even had GameCube. Cause I'm trying to remember like, I may have given my family the GameCube because I know I had there was a Resident Evil game that came out on GameCube and I played that because I like I bought that or I got it somehow. But. Uh, but yeah, pretty much my family has always been an, a Nintendo family and like even my, even my mom at one point got into like gaming. We would wake up in the morning or like late at night to grab a drink of water and my mom would be out playing like. Yoshi's Cookie or Donkey Kong Country at like 10 o'clock at night or whatever, or like two o'clock in the morning. I don't even know what time it was, but she would just be like playing, playing these games. And, you know, um, then in my teens, well, I got the original PlayStation when I was in eighth grade beginning of high school maybe and yeah because i was playing like resident evil 2 <laughs> a lot and like one of my greatest accomplishments in gaming to my opinion is beating resident evil 2 with no save card <laughs> because back when you had the original playstation to save progress you had to have like a save card that would plug into almost like a giant USB port in the front of your PlayStation. And without that card, you couldn't save your progress on any game. And uh, yeah, so it took me a while to be able to get a save card. So, and one of the things about Resident Evil 2, or I guess pretty much any Resident Evil game, because I, I know I had a save card when I played Resident Evil 1 afterwards, but with Resident Evil 2, if you died... In the game you had to start from the beginning so imagine how many times i would get through most of the game get to like the end boss fighting william birkin and dying and having to start all over there was yeah so i played the resident evil 2 i don't even know how many times but yeah, I uh, I beat the game with no save card the first time. And like that was, like I said, one of like the achievements that I was like so proud of in my gaming history. But yeah, and then most of my high school, 
later days was spent just playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 in my room, just shut away from everything. And I mean that yeah, that's how that's how high school was for me. And you know, then I I became an adult. And for a couple of years I didn't have a gaming system, but I eventually ended up getting an Xbox 360 and was playing a lot of stuff like, um, you know, Bioshock 2 was a big one for me and like Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, uh, Skate 3, like I loved Skate 3. They keep talking about making another skate game and I hope it's true, but yeah, we'll see. And then... Yeah, so I mean, I played a lot of you know Xbox in my in my twenties, and then in my late twenties, I was dating a girl who's also a pretty big gamer. Um, actually, throughout my twenties, I dated girls that were gamers, and um, but yeah, my late twenties, I I dated a girl. She had a PlayStation. <laughs> like we were kind of like on the opposite ends. I had Xbox. 360 and she had the playstation 3 was it 3 maybe i don't know whichever one that um the last of us the first one came out on originally because she got me that for my birthday one year well not one year like the one birthday that we were actually together she got that for me i was the birthday that i turned 29 and so I played the shit out of that. I beat that game. And when we broke up, I let her keep my my PlayStation games because, you know, I didn't have anything to play them on. So, yeah, she kept my my Last of Us and my Dead Space 2. But um but yeah, so I went a couple years, especially with moving around and things like that, and just trying to focus on keeping a roof over my head. I I wasn't gaming as much as I wanted to. And, you know, I was finally in a spot where I, because I still had my 360, and I got this, like, tiny-ass TV for my room in a, in a room that I was renting. And you could barely see anything on it. So for Christmas one year, I ended up giving my brothers my Xbox 360. And because I was like, you know, like I, because the TV, I couldn't read dialogue and things like that in the game. So I just kind of was like, whatever I, I gifted my, my Xbox to my brothers and I kind of went, a couple years without really playing anything, I ended up moving, you know, in in with somebody and didn't really get to game. Um, it just it's just the way it was. So for yeah, six or seven years, I just didn't really play video games, and with moving. Yeah, with moving here, <laughs> I think it was the first uh, first gaming system that I had in since I was thirty. My friend gave me a an Xbox One, 
because he had upgraded, wasn't playing the Xbox One anymore. So shout out to you, Eric, if you're listening. Not Eric from Concubine, another Eric. <laughs> I know multiple Erics that I'm friends with. But uh, yeah, my friend Eric gave me his old Xbox One and a couple games. And I started getting back into gaming. Um, I was playing... Shit, I can't remember the name of that game that just came out like two years ago by the makers of Dead Space and Josh Dumel like did the main character of this game. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember it. Um, but yeah, so I, I was playing that and then I was also playing, I got like the evil within and I got Alan Wake remastered, which I played and, and, you know, played through because Alan Wake is probably my favorite game of all time, which is why I'm really eager to play the second one. And, you know, I got the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster, which I love that game, but I also hate it at the same time because I hate having timed levels. Like, that is the downfall, that you're timed on on levels. I mean, two minutes to, to do a level. Like, that's one of the things where the skate games just excelled because you could free roam and just skate and not have to worry about any you know any times or anything like that and that just made it so much more fun so um but i mean tony hawk's pro skater is you know it's revolutionary it kind of helped bring the world of skateboarding to new new people i mean i watched a documentary all about the making of tony hawk's pro skater and how you know, Tony Hawk went from this kind of, he was somewhat known in the, in the circuit. I mean, if you were a fan of skateboarding or, you know, the, the X games, like you knew who Tony Hawk was, but skateboarding wasn't as big as what pro skater made it. And I mean, it just, it just brought in this whole new generation of people into liking skateboarding. And that was, that was what was awesome about it. So yeah, I mean, and like I said, defining moments of my high school years are just sitting in my room playing Tony Hawk's pro skater Two, listening to third eye blind. <laughs> I mean, that's, and that's just, you know, core memories for me. So, um, yeah, so as even as frustrating as the game is now, because to also learning the control schemes and everything again, like I used to be a fucking master at that game. And, um, yeah, I'm not anymore. Um, but yeah, so I was playing that, you know, Xbox one and then, yeah, it's been not even like a full year. I ended up getting a Nintendo Switch. Um, you know, so that I could play, well, mostly so I could play games with my ex. And, you know, because we had started playing 
she got me into Stardew Valley. And, you know, we were playing for a while on PC. And it got to the point where she was like, I don't like playing on PC. I mean, she's like, you need to get a Switch. And so I ended up getting a Switch. And I got, well, because too also that, you know, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom came out. And that game looked awesome. And so I started playing Tears of the Kingdom. And then I got hooked on Stardew Valley on the Switch. And I wasn't touching Tears of the Kingdom, so I let my brother borrow it, which he still has my Tears of the Kingdom. I have his uh, Breath of the Wild, which I have not started playing at all. I probably should start playing that because I've heard a lot of good things about both Zelda games on the Switch. But, um, but yeah, so for a while I was playing Stardew Valley like nonstop. And then there came a point where I just couldn't play Stardew Valley um, for obvious reasons. It was just too, you know, it just was hard to play it. So I kind of just put video games on hold for a while and was just focusing on other aspects of life because, yeah, you know, I could have easily just played, you know, Zelda or something like that. But, um, I don't know. I just didn't want to pick up my switch or anything like that. And so I kind of, you know, like I said, focused on other areas of life, started up the podcast and you know, focused on work and just other things. But with, looking at some of the games that have come out recently. Like it really has me wanting to get back into gaming. I mean, like I said, Alan Wake two, that's a must for me. I mean, that is a definite must. So I definitely need to get a next gen Xbox or PlayStation in order to play that one. And there, therein lies the debate, you know, which next gen system to get. Because both of them have have their perks. I mean, I've always been, you know, Xbox has always been my my go to for the last fifteen years, I guess. Um, yeah, it just you know a lot of the games on Xbox and just you know the Xbox online system, um, you know, Xbox Live stuff. So that's kind of where I've been leaning. But then, you know, PlayStation has Last of Us 2. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Uh, so, and then also, you know, the new God of War games on PlayStation. But, yeah. And then, but yeah, games like right now with, um, um, there's a, a game that just came out a couple months ago that has really piqued my interest. Like, even listening to the soundtrack, it's just kind of mind blowing. But it's this game called Jusant. And Jusant is a game that is all about climbing. Like, that is the focus of the game climbing up mountains and structures and stuff like that. So, it, my love of climbing in a game, like, you know, and the game's getting like rave reviews. 
So yeah, so there's that, which, you know, so it just sounds awesome. And then there's a game that like, I'm, <laughs> I'm really bad with like RPG games, like traditional RPGs. There's games that are RPG crossovers that I love, like Borderlands. Um, I guess Bioshock is like a crossover RPG. And Dishonored was like a crossover RPG, like because you had skill sets, you know, things you got upgrade. But when it comes to like traditional RPGs, where it's just like, oh, hey, you need to figure out if you're going to be like magic or if you're going to be this, that, you know, you need to like the Final Fantasy kind of stuff. Like I, I suck trying to figure that stuff out. Um, Like, I feel like if I tried to play Dark Souls, the frustration of the enemy toughness along with the skill set or the skill trees or whatever, like, I would probably just have an aneurysm or something. (laughs) Like, I would get so stressed out or just, you know, not know what to do. But there's an RPG action crossover game or whatever that came out not too long ago too called The Lies of P that just looks really awesome because it's like a fantasy fight. It's it's pretty much if Dark Souls used the lore of Pinocchio. And I have seen like I've watched videos on this game I have read you know stuff about and it just it looks like a fantastic game so it looks like another one that I just really want to play and you know um with moving in with Bob because he has a PlayStation 4 I think because he told me that I need to play was it um until dawn or something like that it's like a horror game that he has, I think it's called Until Dawn, where it's pretty much, you know, you have to mostly just make decisions and it kind of plays through like a movie, but it's a game. So, yeah, like my my interest in gaming has just been reignited. And it's like now just trying to find where to put gaming in with every other thing that I'm trying to do <laughs> this year. So it's just like, it's trying to just, you know, keep myself, keep myself busy, but it's like, you know, how busy do I want to be? And that's one of those things too, about with the game Jusant that I read, they pretty much, you know, claim it as a game for busy people. Like it's, you kind of go through it at a, at your own pace. Like it's not like a game where you have to be just invested I think they said it's a it's a 10 hour game or so if you take your time with it which isn't bad. So yeah, and then like I said, I mean just it's a game about climbing. So I feel like if there's something that's going to get me to push into next gen and just kind of see if I'm going to have the time and focus for gaming It'll be this game plus, you know, like Alan Wake 2. And 
yeah, so I'm just about done paying off my Switch and some other things, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, so with my Best Buy card, I'll probably end up putting a next-gen system on my Best Buy card and just make payments on it because, yeah, you know, um, that's just probably <laughs> the way that the, the cookie's going to crumble or whatever the phrase you want to use. But, uh, yeah. Plus, I also need to get fucking like smartwatch, something like a Fitbit or something. I keep meaning to do that. Like I, I wear watches. I will mostly I wear a watch, and it's usually like the same watch that I wear to work, and also not at work because it's the one that just fits best on my wrist and doesn't slide all over. So, um, but. I've wanted a watch to kind of keep track of my health stuff and my all that, you know, without having to, to rely on two different phones because when I'm at work, my work phone is always on my hip. And then when I'm not at work, if I'm out walking around doing something, then my personal phone is the one that's with me. So going back and forth between the phones kind of sucks. So it'd be nice to have something that keeps track of my progress without having to do deal with multiple phones and just kind of something that keeps track. Plus I know they say like some of these watches will keep track of your sleep patterns and things like that. And I would love to be able to learn how to sleep better so that I can maybe actually sleep eight hours or seven hours or whatever that I need to sleep without being woken up. Even though right now most of my waking up is done by a little furry lovable shit that know likes to be a menace in the morning but um yeah i am <laughs> i'm definitely hoping that with the move that she is gonna i mean because there probably won't need to be the gate <laughs> so that will be one thing that will be done for and so if anything she'll have zoomies in the morning but it might get to the point where I can leave my bedroom door open a crack. And if she's got the zoomies, she can have zoomies with another cat and they can play and do whatever. And I will be able to actually just sleep, <laughs> but we'll see. It's, it's just a lot of, a lot of like questions and things like with, with the movie. Like it's just, Oh God, I hate being like, new cat dad well even though now i've been like cat dad for a year but it's like now with moving and there's going to be two other cats there it's like you know if i leave my bedroom door open at night and her feeder goes off like is she going to be able to eat or is one of the other cats going to come in and eat her food and you know with there being steps in the house it's just, it's a lot, but that's, that's for another episode. I have gone on long enough. Like I, this is now probably officially the longest episode of the podcast that I have done. And yeah, 
the focus has gone from this to that to the other thing. Um, but yeah, so I think that's where I'm going to kind of just bite this one in the, in, in the butt. If, if that, is that the, is that the saying or is it like nip it in the bud? I, I never, I never understood that. It was like, is it nip it in the bud? Like B U D or is it like nip it in the butt? Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this episode could go a completely different way. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I'm not ready to talk about like sex stuff yet on on the podcast. Maybe one day we'll see. <laughs> Maybe one day, but no. Um, but yeah, so just uh, just a lot. I mean, mostly though, it's just wanting to get the motivation just to do things and just. You know, just because it's just a constant journey to be happy. And because that's the thing, like right now, like I can't, you know, I'm, I'm okay. You know, that's, that's the thing. And it's one of those things I think about a lot on a daily basis. It's like, you know, I'm okay. I'm not happy. <laughs> But I'm not, you know, miserable. I'm okay. I'm I'm getting through. Like, I'm doing the things that I need to do in life. And I'm... I'm getting by. But I don't want to just get by. Like, I want to be happy. And <laughs> I've talked in the past about things that I want to, you know, that I would lead to that happiness, but I need to figure out how to be happy on my own because, you know, nothing's changing right now that I can foresee. And so I have to figure it out and do the best that I can. So, um, but yeah, uh, Thank you for listening to you know, one of my many rants. This is, like I said, not even alcohol-induced. I am completely fine. Starting to get a little bit tired, but uh, I still have a decent-sized bottle of the stout to get through. So I'm going to try to drink that before I go to bed because I don't want to let a $24, $25 bottle go to waste. So, um, but yes, as always, you know, thank you for allowing me to just be me on these episodes, especially because I never fully know what I'm doing on these Thursday episodes. It's just kind of going in with an idea and just trying to flesh it out and just kind of keep a general focus. But, you know, as always, these behind the bruise episodes are just me being personal and you know, with, with life, it's just not one similar, like not similar, one singular focus. Life can just be all over the place sometimes. And that's just kind of how, you know, these episodes are at that, you know, for the most part, 
And I appreciate you all just taking the time to listen, especially to this one, because like I said, this is now the longest episode that I've done. I know that this is well over an hour, but I just, you know, I just felt like talking. And sometimes that this is also just therapeutic for me. So, um, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate anyone who listens and just takes the time because it just means so much that you actually want to listen, especially on a weekly basis, knowing everything that you're getting into by now with me. So, um, but I will talk with you all again on Monday. I do not yet know what I'm going to be doing an episode on on Monday. I still have a couple of days to figure that out, but I hope that everybody has an awesome weekend. Um, I will potentially be on another live stream on Saturday at Forgotten Boardwalk because this is now going to be the final weekend for Forgotten Boardwalk Brewing. They will be closing shop next week, the end of the month. So this is going to be the last and final weekend to be able to enjoy and so Alex and BJ are going to be over there on Saturday if I end up not meeting up with my friend Scott because he talked about meeting up this weekend then I will be at Forgotten Board yeah I will be at Forgotten Boardwalk on Saturday after work so if any of you are in the Jersey Philly area I highly recommend going out to Forgotten Boardwalk Give them a nice send off, you know, if especially if you've never been, go out and try their beers. Meet Ryan, their bartender, um, any of the other awesome bartenders. You know, um, yeah, they're just fantastic. And, you know, it's gonna be a sad state watching everybody just, you know, not having that place there anymore. And hopefully they will do something in the future. But, you know, um, but yeah, so while you can go over, have a couple beers, you know, say hi to anyone working on the weekends or whoever's going to be working throughout the rest of the time. Ryan, Steve, Lauren, just anybody. And, you know, they're all great people. And especially if you tell them <laughs> that I sent you, you know, they will be thrilled and I'm sure they will talk about me potentially give some embarrassing stories if anybody has any on me, but, um, you know, but no, it's, you know, it's all about love and just support. So, but yeah, again, have an awesome weekend. Thank you for listening. And I will talk with you all again on Monday.